Welcome to the Break the Stigma podcast, where each episode, we focus on raising awareness and debunking the negative stigma behind mental health. Hey guys, what's up? My name is Angel, and this is the Break the Stigma podcast. Today, we have a special guest, my best friend, Paige. Paige, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell your tell everyone about yourself a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Hi, guys. I'm Paige, and I am an olobotic. I'm part of the Demi fandom, and I have a fan page on Instagram called Demi Devotion that I've had since 2012. Literally insane. I don't know where time is going, but it's almost been a whole decade um, that I've been a Demi fan. And then I ended up in 2014 making a robotic shop called Lobotic Wear. And here we are, seven years later, still doing it, still standing Demi, and still just full, all in, and just loving every second of it. <laughs> you, like, could look back, like, do you, did you think that Levotic Wear would be as successful as it is right now, like, back in 2014 when you first made it? Did you think that it would have all of this success? So, back when I created the shop, I actually did it with a couple of friends. Um, and I remember talking to my friend, Anthony, and we were, we were joking. We were like, we're not even going to make a dime from it. So it definitely wasn't something that I thought I would be doing seven years later because it's been so successful and we've gotten such a great reaction from it. Um, there was a period of time where I did leave for a little bit, but then like, I think about almost a year or maybe a half of a year. And I came back because it was, it was so successful. It came like a part of me and I felt like something was missing. So I don't know. I just feel like, well, to put the answer your question, I definitely didn't think it was going to take off like it did, but I'm so thankful that it's become a great source of income for my family. So yeah. I still remember like back in 2014, I, I Demi's merch was, and still is pretty horrible. Um, like the merch made by her team. <laughs> Um, I hope she doesn't see this. That would be horrible. <laughs> she knows it. She already her knows. Merch. She probably agrees. Yeah, my my one notice by her would be me shit talking her merch. Um, <laughs> but like I remember looking back in 2014 for Demi merch, and whenever you go on Google and type in Demi merch, it's Demi Lovato official website, and the Lovato wear is actually right underneath it. Like it's crazy. Really. Um, yeah, and I've so, never looked it up. I yeah, and so I remember in 2014, I looked up Demi merch and I was like, well, I don't want to buy from Demi's site. And then I saw Lobotic Wear and I looked on it. And the very first thing that I bought was the skyscraper shirt. Um, I forgot exactly what it said, but it had the skyscraper yeah. on it and it was pink. And it was my favorite shirt ever. I got it for Christmas. Uh, I begged my mom to please see the order. And how old were you in 2014? 14. Oh my God. So, oh, is that how you found? me yeah that's how I found you and then yeah lobotic wear and I wanted to be your friend really bad but I was too scared to talk to you because in my mind you were like this famous creator and I thought you worked for Demi at first (laughs) (laughs) I thought lobotic wear was just some like off-brand Demi business and you worked for her and I was like I can't talk to her like that's scary and here we are now when we first I know and I remember when we first started actually I think um I saw you on Twitter back in it had to have been 2017 because I remember seeing your meet and greet YouTube video I remember you um I don't know if we followed each other at the time but I remember somebody must have retweeted or something and I came across and I watched it and then I don't know 
how we started interacting, but I remember you asking me to edit your meet and greet picture because you were holding something in it and you wanted to be to edit it out of your hand. And yeah. so like, just from like there, it's like we started talking, became like mutual from, from then on. Yeah, I remember I was holding the little green ticket thing that they give you, your number in the meet and greet line, and I just hated it. And I saw how good you were at Photoshop. And to this day, I still ask you to edit things for me. So nothing has changed. <laughs> well, honestly, like, I love doing it. It's just something that um, I've been doing for a really long time. So to be able to make merch for um, a fandom or just even for Demi, you know, and just show like my support to her and just create something that I'm like really passionate about because I'm definitely, you know, I'm passionate about being a Levotic because I think there's, it's more than just being a fan of Demi because, because of her, I wouldn't have, I would never met you because yeah, exactly. that they, we, she brought us together. It's crazy how many of my good friends, like my, some of my closest friends over people that I've known, you know, in real life for a majority of my life, I go to, them because they just understand like robotics just understand what you're going through so yeah honestly it's just it's crazy how one person can bring so many people together yeah so going off of that what like per personally like taking like the fandom as a whole out of it what has Demi personally had as an impact on you individually um well for one I I go back to like 2013 I remember when um, the Demi album came out. I was going through a breakup and it's like really intense back then, you know, like you're like young and like, you know, going through a breakup, but it end was like world. a big, yeah, end of the world. Um, but it was a really big deal for me. I was going through a lot. And I remember when the album came out, um, I just like resonated with it so much. I just connected with it. I connected with her. Um, there's so many songs to this day that I I listened to from the album and it just brings me back to then and I just was like wow these songs really got me through it because I don't know like where I'd be without her music and her um and I think a lot of people are just I know that like family members too I'm sure think because I'm just like that family member that are you know or family member that loves Demi and they're like oh yeah you're the robotic of the family <laughs> but it's like a lot of people are like well she doesn't even know you exist but it's, it's I don't know. Just to me, it's like doesn't really matter. I, I don't know. I also don't know if I would want her to know I existed because she like, does know you exist, though, hasn't she? Literally acknowledged Levotic wear. Well, she has, but I don't think she like knows who's really behind it. So, and I kind of want to keep it that way because I don't know. It's just like having a connection with her. Because I know there's a lot of Levotics out there that she does DM like on a regular basis. Some of my friends even, but I don't know if I'd want that. Like I don't know, but. I just feel like it because then it becomes it's like you become friends with her and then yeah. you Both know and then it, also literally on her TikTok. I know. Oh my god, that's true. We're right next to each other, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Yours was posted first and then mine was posted right after you for when I love me came out. That was I'm gonna go check it out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm gonna put the TikTok here, but peak of quarantine, that was definitely a time. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like she's just helped me in ways that I really can't explain. Um a lot of tough situations in my life um she's just been there through her music through oh my god again like I remember going through it back around like the same time and I remember watching Camp Rock on repeat over and over and it just I don't know it was like comfort to me she's like she's just comforting that's like the only way I can put it 
Yeah, I think for me, the biggest impact she's had on my life was that I always thought that I was alone in so many of the struggles that I was going through, especially when it came to like self-harm and eating disorders. Um, like no one really talked about that. There was no one in my school that was talking about it. No one on the media was advocating for mental health. And then when she came out about her story about what she went through and how she went to rehab and was in eating disorder treatment, like that's when I finally had someone that I could connect to and relate to. And I think that that was huge for me in like my early adolescence because I thought that I was alone and had no one like to turn to when I needed someone. But then like Demi came out about her story and her being so authentic and unapologetic about what she went through really like helped me. And I think it's what made me become who I am today about being so passionate and being an advocate for mental health and what I'm doing because I saw her doing that and I wanted to be that for other people. Yeah, no, that's so amazing. I think a lot of um, fans can relate to that because I think a, a lot of us go through a lot of similar things, regardless if we are we're as open, you know, as she is or as some of um, us are. But I think a lot of us do connect on that level of um, going through similar things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Do you ever, um, like going back to Camp Rock, do you ever like look back at it now and realize like, how much she was actually struggling like in the filming of that movie and like Princess Protection Program or Sunny with a Chance. Like, do you ever like look back and think like, wow, none of us had any clue that our favorite childhood show and movie, like she was struggling so much. I just think it's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Especially after her um, documentary when she was opening up about really, you know, serious things and um, that she went through that we had no idea about. So, and I'm definitely one to like, think of like time frames like if somebody said I went through this at this age I'm like well where were they at that point in their life and it's like well she was on the Disney channel you know she was making yeah she was making you know Camp Rock Camp Rock 2 and she was going through all this and we had no idea so yeah I definitely think about that and I think it's crazy that we had no idea that everything was going on and especially too like back in um with her overdose like we had no idea I mean we had sober that was a little inside yeah of like what she was going through, but we really had no idea. And it's crazy because didn't that song come out like two weeks before it happened? It came out it in July, definitely... I know that. Or end of June end at of least, June. like yeah, it was really like close. Yeah, it was yeah. like very close. And then she forgot the lyrics that one night that she performed it and then they overdosed. Wasn't it like the night before her overdose or two nights before? It was like her last show. Yeah. she acted like she forgot the lyrics. Um. And I, that was included in the documentary too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I like think of that and I'm like, I remember back then everyone was like, what, did she actually forget it? Or she's just saying it because she doesn't want to get, or not saying it because she doesn't want to get help. Yeah. I never even thought about it that way. I thought she genuinely like, just like got really nervous and forgot the lyrics, but I never thought about it as like her just not wanting to admit that she needed help. Yeah. I remember seeing it on Twitter. People were making that assumption. And I think a lot of people too because I remember I had this interaction with another fan that was this is before the um the overdose and she was talking we were talking back and forth kind of like going at it she was just like yeah Demi's going through some stuff and I don't like I don't think it's going to end well and I was like well you don't know what you're talking about and then like probably about a month later was when she overdosed so I don't know I guess she saw yeah I remember it like me and her got in a Twitter fight over you know, I was like trying to be like, don't, you know, don't doubt her sobriety. She knows what she's doing. And, and then this girl was like, yeah, well, 
I think maybe one of her family members, I think she said her mother had gone through something. She's like, I've seen this behavior before and it's not going to end well. Like she called it. Oh, wow. That's I'm insane. surprised I didn't get a tweet like, told you so. Yeah. <laughs> never, yeah. Honestly. She should have. I think I would have if I was her. Yeah. But, so yeah. speaking of the overdose, um, we were, the day that it happened actually, wasn't that when the AC concert was supposed to be? I think, wasn't it, July 24th? I think it was, I think the concert was the 25th or 26th because I know it wasn't the exact day because I remember that I remember where I was when I found out I had just gone out of work and I was going to get a um a spray tan which I'd never do but I was like I gotta look good for the concert and for Atlanta yeah. City and for you know everybody I'm meeting all my friends and um yeah I was on my way there and then I I checked our group chat and everyone was like oh my god did you hear and I, at first I was like this I don't believe like I didn't believe it I was in yeah. shock like I was just like, there's absolutely no way because like, and then at that time, there were so many questions. Cause I remember everyone was saying, you know, on TMZ was like heroin. I'm like, there's no way there's absolutely yeah. no way. Also TMZ so, is not that reliable of a source. So I was also like, there's no way, like they're just lying and making up a headline. Yeah. And then I remember also it being a thought and it sounds so selfish now. Cause I just didn't understand, but now, especially seeing it from of the point of view of like her documentary, like I was like, oh, like maybe she'll be good to still perform. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Cause I think I was just like, just didn't believe it. I'm like, she's just gonna show up. Like that's not, that's, it, it's a lie. Like this is like fake news. Like this is not actually happening right now. I, I yeah, I was definitely just like, a, just in shock really. That's like really all I could say. I also remember our group chat like blowing up um, mm -hmm. for everyone listening. We are me, Paige, some of our other close friends and all the other people that uh, were in the Lobotic Beach House together. We all had a group chat and everyone in the group chat was blowing it up whenever we found out. Um, I think Casey was actually the first person to send like a TMZ article thing. Oh, was she? I see. I don't remember like the details, but I do remember us freaking out, everyone yeah. freaking out. And like, what do we do? Do we still go? Yeah. Um, Cause we had paid for on Airbnb. I don't know, did we explain what the Lobotic Beach House was? No, we didn't yet. Oh, okay. Um, but we had, you know, we rented it, an Airbnb and we were like, so should we still go? Like, what do we do? And I remember actually, cause my friend was meeting me to go get a spray tan. Cause like I said, I'd never get them done. So she was like coming with me for like, <laughs> to show me what to do. Cause I'm just oblivious, but um. Yeah. So, and then she, so we met up and then we ended up going to a restaurant and we were, you know, we were sitting down, like having drinks and stuff. And we we're just like talking about it. And I remember being on Twitter, just checking everything, um, just seeing what everyone was saying. And at that moment, I was just like, I think I said to the group chat, like, we should still all get together. Like, I feel like that's what we need is to be together at that time. Um, and then I, I know that Jake had come up with the idea as well of, you know, getting like all the robotics that were planning on going to the concert together to do like a tribute concert and just for her hopefully you know we we're like oh maybe Demi will see it um and she'll know that we're still we're still there for her we're, we're yeah. there through it all so um yeah from that was like a big thing was like should we go but I'm glad yeah. we did I honestly like we, forgot that that was even a question like I remember us all like being in shock of it all happening but like yeah. I don't I don't remember like it being a question of should we still go that's crazy like that I would have never met you <laughs> like 
because yeah, that was my first time meeting in person too. Yeah, because I, I know that was something that we needed. Like, it seems almost kind of selfish to be like, well, what do we still go? Because like the reason we were going, like that person just overdosed. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it sounded selfish, but you have to realize like there were so many people traveling, like Casey and her sister were flying in. You remember that? Yeah. So do they cancel their flight? Like, where are they going to stay? So it was a lot we had to like figure out. And then we ended up um, putting together a, yeah, the tribute concert. And we, we found like a location with the stage and. Yeah, that's still so, so cool to me. One of like the top things, like most exciting things that has ever happened in my life easily. Like I wish if there's like, if you were to ask me if there was a day I wish I could go back and relive over and over again, it would be that day. Yeah, without the circumstances surrounding. Yes, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wish that we could like do it. Like I remember saying, I wish we could do this every month. <laughs> like yeah, have like a monthly concert together. Yeah, in different locations, just like a world tour, but like with fans only. Yeah, and that actually happened. It almost, it's like it caused a chain reaction with Lovatics because I remember there was people in like France doing like meetups, and yeah. I don't know if they were singing. <laughs> Maybe they were. I don't know, but um, I know that it was like. Oh God, where else? Other countries. I remember like, in, uh, in Europe too. Do you know um, I Sparkle Lovato on Twitter, Casey? Yeah. Uh, she uh, in Britain. Is she living in Britain? Something like that. And yeah. uh, I remember her posting that her and her girlfriend at the time and all of her friends met up and did a virtual concert. I and seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like, oh my God, everywhere. It was so cool to see. It was just like we I wish we could have all been together imagine like everybody traveled for a meetup it would be so cool but yeah. it was really a night to remember do you do you remember like all of us screaming sober at the top of our lungs and then like the people on the balcony that was like across from the stage were like I don't even know if they knew what was going on like they probably just thought it was some random I feel like that night couldn't have went any better I mean it would have been better if it wasn't if we were able to see Demi and she was okay, but you know, working with what we had to, I guess it was really, it was really a cool experience to have everybody there. It was, I don't even know how many people were there, but then I do remember we are like periscoping. I wish there was, I'm sure there's some way I could check it. There was but, like um, 30,000 people watching. 30,000. Yeah. And like, it was insane. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. And then it, um, and made onto the we had like the news contact yeah. us like I remember yeah, he news he knew uh, yeah that was the interview oh my gosh the interview I remember we were in the restaurant and they <laughs> called uh, uh, yeah I, I think I might have called her and she reached out to me on Twitter somebody from e news and we did an interview over the phone in a, like a random restaurant we're like can we go over to like we're on like a <laughs> you were the stairs yeah yeah you were it's with me right yeah, and then I think Laura was next to you, um, I and think, um, I, I forgot who else. I think, but I think like Jake. Carla and Juliana were like all outside. Yeah, Jake was there. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, that was definitely an interesting. And then what was the other platforms that we got onto? Weren't we on um, iHeartRadio? iHeartRadio. Honestly, probably Buzzfeed. What I wouldn't even yeah. doubt it. We were on everything pretty much, which is so cool. Um, I remember people like the local news were coming to the meetup as it was happening and yeah, people were interviewing. Yeah, and then we watched ourselves on the news that night. Yeah. We went home and we were like eating pizza, right? And we, yeah. <laughs> we went back to the Airbnb, we didn't go home. Um, yeah, we watched, we watched ourselves on there. It was so cool. 
I think like in the moment of like the concert, I, everything was just so like blurry to me. And then, so whenever we got back and like, we're actually watching it on the news, that's when it like all hit me at once. Like, wow, like we didn't get to see Demi, but we did this whole huge thing. And I think you're like so right in that we still all probably really needed to be together at that time, even if it wasn't for Demi, but all just for each other. Like it was yeah. just a really needed day for all of us to like bond together and grieve basically we didn't know if mm-hmm. Demi was going to be okay at that point yeah we had no idea what was going on um and I think it was I if I were to meet her I don't know how I would bring it up but if I were to meet her again and I would want to ask her if she had known about it because I just feel like it ha- somebody in her on her team or her family must have seen it maybe they mentioned it but it would just be cool to have that like like she just like is like yeah I did I saw that and you know what she thought about it I don't know I think that'd be even cool. if but I wouldn't want to yeah even if no one told her it was on so many huge news platforms like she, I know like imagine she was laying in the hospital bed and it came on the tv in the hospital like on the news yeah. that she was watching that yeah crazy I know I wonder I really do wonder um but it was yeah it was a really really cool experience and then I also think about how many people got to, remember we had plans to get the levada cart tattoo I don't think you yeah. got one because you were young right yeah I didn't get <laughs> like, one underage. <laughs> you were underage at the time um and I we had talked about it like way before any of this had happened because I think we were all talking like must have been talking for like two months straight just kind of getting to know each other because we we're basically going to be living with strangers so yeah, <laughs> yeah so um, yeah and well. I remember, yeah it went really well um <laughs> that's like another podcast (laughs) that's like a different one um but yeah so we had talked about it and that was like something we were gonna do and after everything happened we're like okay we have to get it so yeah I have my that's from the trip you still have the picture of everyone's tattoos together I can insert it maybe yeah I'll send it to you okay yeah I'm gonna insert that of everyone's tattoos together because there was like at least like five of everyone that got it right because I remember Mm -hmm. I think uh, Carla got I think it like, on more. Foot. Carla got it on her Carla, foot. I remember Casey, that. Ashley. Did both Ashley get it? Laura. No, little Ashley didn't get it. No, she already had one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of majority of us did. Yeah. And it wasn't even just like in our group. Like I remember there being like other groups of friends that came that were also planning to get the same lobotic tattoo like outside oh, of Yeah, that's what I was going to say. As a lot of people like after that tribute concert that we did, went and got tattoos on the boardwalk we went the next day but um because I think we like made an appointment but um yeah we a lot of people did it was it's crazy how many people have that tattoo now probably from that same time frame yeah now you have it but I have it so it's just crazy like how many of us are all just connected that with lobotic hearts somewhere on our body tattoo it's like it's like you're out and you see somebody with a lobotic heart tattoo and you're like oh my god like hi (laughs) (laughs) yeah Well, with that being said, we're going to take a short break, guys. And then after that, we're going to come back and Paige is going to talk more about Levotic wear. Hey, guys, it's Angel and Kiana from Break the Stigma podcast. And we're here to tell you how easy it is to start a podcast with Anchor. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. 
everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download, Download the, the free Anchor app or, or go, go to anchor.fm to get started. <laughs> Hey guys, we are back a few days later because we were having some technical difficulties and the recording did not save. So hello again. Um, I'm here with Paige once again. And Hi guys. Yeah, so for the last half of the episode, we're going to be talking about her shop called Levotic Wear. Do you want to talk about it a little bit? Give a summary. Yeah, so um, Levotic Wear is a Demi Lovato inspired shop. Um, I make merch inspired by her song tour her one-liners honestly like anything that I get inspired by that she does becomes merch but um yeah I started in 2014 um I remember I had just turned 19 years old it was like a big deal for me but I also wasn't expecting it to take off the way that it did I did it with a couple of friends in the beginning there were three of us and um we would just joke around like that we were not even gonna make a dime from it so it's just crazy to see seven years later it's still doing so well and the success that i've had um with it and honestly it's just like probably one of my biggest achievements in life right now because it was something that was just like something that i did for fun and it really did turn into a business so yeah, I'm super thankful for that because of all the robotics and the fandom that have supported it, like you, Angel. OG supporter right here. <laughs> I this the beginning with my warrior leggings. <laughs> I know you're that's like I always like com comment about the leggings. I don't think I sell those anymore. I can't even remember. No, like I need a new pair. I don't. No, I got to like do it on the new website. Do they have offer leggings? Yeah, for they do. Okay, cool. Okay. Yeah, Angel's been helping me with the new website, by the way. So props to her. Yeah, She's helped me so much. End of a new design. Yeah, <laughs> sneak peek is coming. So how does uh, how does it feel being like a known person in the fandom? Like when someone says Paige, like people in the fandom know who someone's talking about when they say your name. Like how does that feel to be the person in the fandom? <laughs> <laughs> I really don't feel like I am, honestly, but there was a, um, a time that sticks out to me. I remember I was at DigiFest seeing Demi, and someone at the end of the show had, I heard them like calling me, but they were calling me Demi Devotion. They're like, are you Demi Devotion? And I'm like, yeah. So I think some people just know me as that. Like, people may know my face, whether they see like, you know, I post a selfie on um on my Instagram or like my YouTube videos when I do my Demi videos, but not like everybody knows my name. So it's like crazy that I've made a name for myself with a fan page. It's like, it's yeah. weird. I don't think like I'm like anything special because it's a fan page, but it's definitely interesting to be called Demi Devotion. <laughs> Demi Devotion. <laughs> and your and fan page had a fan page. Your fan page had fans, the voters. <laughs> Oh my, yeah. And I did have fan pages back in the day. That was like the thing though. Like there was so many fan pages that had fan pages. It was like, I don't know. It was the yeah. thing, but yeah, devoters. Yeah. That was interesting back in the yeah. day. <laughs> but like even on t the TikTok that, that, I mean, I guess it wasn't Demi, but like Demi's team posted on her TikTok. They, all the comments are like, oh my gosh, page, 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 page. Cause everyone knows you. You're like, you're known. It was shocking because I talk to people, you know, like on there, but over the years, I've definitely made a lot of friends 
like you um, and just like people that I still communicate with today, but a lot of them have like come and gone. And I feel like I'm at this point in my life where I like, it definitely used to be something that was like a top priority for me with my fan page, but now being a mom and like just having so many other responsibilities, it's kind of just, it's just kind of been something that I do on the side. Um, so to see that people still like know me, it's just, it's weird. It's a weird feeling, yeah. but it's, it's cool. It's cool. So yeah, yeah. it was really cool. See all those comments. Everyone's like, Paige, I'm like, oh my God. Like, and I'm like, oh, and I have a bad memory. I'm like, have I talked to this person? Like, I don't even know this person's name, but it's really, it's really, I don't know. It's cool. It's a cool feeling. Yeah. I can see how it would be like, kind of like intimidating or overwhelming at times, but like, it's definitely would be overwhelming. Yeah. I go down like, the street and people notice me. No, <laughs> I did get noticed at a a Jonas Brothers concert, which was really shocking because the only time I've ever really gotten noticed was at like Demi events, which is just yeah. kind of like, I mean, that's normal, you know, because obviously only Demi fans really follow me. But, um, and then I got noticed like just going on like a vacation in Salem, Massachusetts. Someone had stopped me and I, and I was with you. my friends and my sister. I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. I love it. But it's not like people stop me when I go You're out every celebrity. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I have a fan page. You're a fandom <laughs> celebrity. <laughs> yeah. There's just those certain names on Twitter, though, that like people always remember. Like I will always remember Sugar Sugar XO or Demi Devotion. I I know I Sparkle Lovato like the back of my hand. Casey, like I know yeah. Little Ashley is only forever Ash. Or Hearts to yeah. Hold is other Ashley. <laughs> like yeah, there's a lot of people that. Do come on put in yep. stuff, um, like you just know mm -hmm. people's usernames so it's like crazy how the fandom grows so much together and you just get to know people by their usernames yeah it really is it's nice though like I don't know you create such great friendships yeah like so. me and you can't beat it I know can't <laughs> beat it <Yeah. laughs> so with that being said we're gonna go on to your spreadshirt shop first so let me share my screen so do you want to talk about spreadshirt and uh why I guess maybe you stopped using Spreadshirt we can go there yeah so um this was originally the site that I used this print on demand site um for when I launched Lovatic Wear in 2014 and it was really good for its time but over time I just expanded I wanted to offer more products not just like apparel there's only so much that you could do with this especially there's only so much you could do with a print on demand really um but with this one I just I love it because it like will always hold like a special place in my heart because that's where I began but um I just kind of moved on to I think bigger and better things I'd say um because yeah. I'm starting to produce my own merch from home which is so much fun because I have just more creative control um and so that they, they changed their layout of everything and I it's hard to navigate it used to be super easy so I haven't really uploaded too much on here obviously the last thing that I I posted was around when Demi released I still have me so or still have it's been me. wild but, yeah yeah so it's been a, it's been a, a good amount of time because I moved to red bubble which is what I'm using right now this is me. Bubble. great transition page <laughs> thank you um yeah so there are some like repeated designs I like the okay not to be okay one that one's on my spreadsheet but I can't remember why <laughs> I someone must have asked me to put it on there because I was just trying to do like apparel and spreadsheet and then more accessories on Redbubble because they offer like stickers, um, masks, 
books and just a lot of other fun things like um, blankets and things like that, that Spreadshirt just doesn't offer. So um, yeah, I see some, that's weird. There's some designs on there that aren't mine. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> wear mask, wear mask. <laughs> it's true. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I like Redbubble a lot better, but this is, I feel like every year since like the pandemic, well, the pandemic started last year, but last year is when I really started moving everything to Redbubble and then creating merch from my house. So I think I just set goals for myself to want to do better. And that's why I was like, I need to finally create Lilaticware.com and just put everything on one site. I think I might keep my Redbubble. We'll see. I, it's a it's a work in progress. Angel knows it's been taking me a while. Yeah. <laughs> the long nights have been up. Lilaticware.com has been in the process for like over a month now. <laughs> so do you have a favorite design that is on uh, either your Redbubble or Spreadshirt shop? that you want to share with everyone? Yeah, I have. So I don't like, this is the thing. I don't really buy a lot of my merch because with print on demand, like I don't get the merch myself. Like I have to purchase it just like everybody else. And so I really have to love a design to to purchase it. But I purchased this one because um, not only is it cute, I love like simple stuff, but um, this one is from her song Sober. It says, but I'm only human. And yeah, it's right there. And I love this one because I did a campaign for um we raised money for kids escaping drugs and we raised two thousand I wish I had the exact amount but I know it was around two thousand six hundred dollars. I could find the exact screenshot. Like we rate we sold so many shirts and um hoodies and I can't it blows my mind that we raised that much. So this one holds a special place in my heart too because it's just something that I'm able to look back on and be like, wow, like we really did that. And absolutely all of the proceeds went to the um, kids escaping drugs? Yes, all of them. Everything, every okay. single cent went there. So, That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. And then um, you. did you want to talk about the other design also, the I will keep fighting design? Yeah, so again, with um, doing a campaign. So with the other sober one, I did three campaigns. I ran them for like a I think like a month at a time. And in those three months, that's how much money we raised was like 2,600 something and change. And um, that was another one of the campaigns. And this design is inspired by Demi's statement when she came, um, when she was about to go into rehab, I think it was like after her stay in the hospital, she had posted something. It's not on there anymore. I know that you can find screenshots, but she ended the statement off with, I will keep fighting. And I felt like that was such a powerful quote and something that people can really like look at and just be inspired by so I was like I need to put that on merch and I was like okay we're gonna definitely do a campaign and raise money because I don't know especially to such a great cause like kids escaping drugs um and with what Demi went through because I did those campaigns after her overdose so yeah that's this is another one of my favorites for sure that's great I definitely like that so drum roll please you like to showcase one of your new designs for the first time ever yeah um I'm really shocked again I was just talking to Angel before like I'm shocked I haven't posted about it because I when I love a design like I post about it right then and there but um yeah so my (laughs) this design has is like my number one favorite design that Angel helped me create so this design I feel like you should talk about it. 
because okay. you literally came up with the concept. It was such a great idea. So it, you take it away. Okay. So one of my favorite uh, songs from uh, Dancing with the Devil, The Art of Starting Over, bleh, it's a mouthful, um, <laughs> is The Art of Starting Over. Uh, it's the one of the title tracks. And uh, at the end, well, I guess like the bridge of the song, she says, I let the mm-hmm. darkness out. And um, I just think that that's a really powerful line, especially with like what she went through with the overdose. Like she's letting all of the negativity and darkness out of herself. And so I told Paige, well, Paige found this design, the hands on Canva. Uh, So like I was saying, Paige found these hands um, on a app that she uses to make a lot of her designs. And then we went together and found this the lion for uh, Demi's hand tattoo, the lion that she has, we found that and put it on there. And um, then if you can see really small over here, it says, I let the darkness out. And it like represents, you know, the dark hand with the regular hand. I'm not good at explaining. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> no, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. But it's that was the like, It's kind of like, I don't know, kind of like a, the vibe that Demi is going through right now. Like her... Yeah aesthetic I guess you could say with just like we came up with the idea of doing a collection called the unidentified, unidentified. collection because she's coming out with like a what is it a little like show podcast tomorrow actually she has a lot going on so it's kind of inspired by you know that it looks like the sky and the dark hand looks like you know the sky and I don't know I just absolutely love it it looks like yeah. you know it has the sun and the moon or whatever the stars I yeah. love it both of us actually love favorites. it so much that we ordered our own. So me and Paige will be the first to have. This is one of Paige's designs that she loves so much that she ordered her own of it. Uh, yep. So can't wait to have photo shoots in that. Maybe at uh, Ren's second birthday, we can take photos. I know. Oh my God, yeah. we should. Yeah. And can you believe by the time this episode comes out, because this episode is coming out on Friday, that the podcast will be out, Demi's podcast. So I'm, hey, I hear people watching. How's the podcast? Yeah, I know. So let us know because we don't know yet. We're we're gonna, we're in the past. You know, listen to it tomorrow. We're in the past. We can't wait. I can't wait. I mean, I don't know about you. If you're excited, yeah, I'm something so to look forward to. So many people are starting podcasts now. I wanted to start a pod. Well, I used to have a podcast. Yeah, that was a dummy like podcast, it. but I would love to do another podcast one one time in my life. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, though. So props to you. Thank you. Thank you. It's definitely a lot of fun. Tomorrow, <laughs> I'm doing an episode on Borderline with my friend Bella. Yeah, you guys better subscribe and show the, the power of robotics. Show some love. This podcast hey. is something that I feel like all of us do relate to in some way, whether it be like a couple episodes um you know this episode you know like just show your support because we're such a close-knit fandom and angel's part of the fandom obviously so you got to show her some love thank you Paige. thank you thank you You're and welcome. i know all of Paige's followers so all of you better show the love <laughs> all all like twenty-eight thousand of you oh my god <laughs> devotion <laughs> um, but seriously I do appreciate all the support I've gotten thus far I'm at a grand total of 14 cents on my uh money thing from the podcast but to end it off we're gonna stop sharing you don't want to share the other designs yet right no I gotta keep them a secret because I really okay. need this is a this is like for myself I need to prove to myself that I can keep things a secret until okay. launch day no problem. okay so just prove it to myself stop share So with that being said, guys, we are going to cut it for now and I will see y'all 
on this is going out on friday so i will see y'all on tuesday for the next episode have a good day and see y'all next time bye guys bye